0: Let's pray before we begin. Lord, please let us understand Your Word and put it in our hearts. May it shape our lives to be more like Your Son. In Jesus'
1: name we ask, Amen. Psalm 45 My heart is inditing a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into Thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee for ever. Gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O Most Mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty, and in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness, and thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is for ever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. The king's daughter is all-glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought unto thee. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee for ever and ever.
0: Matthew-Henry Commentary on Psalms chapter 45, verses 1-5 The psalmist's tongue was guided by the Spirit of God, as the pen is by the hand of a ready writer. This psalm is touching the King Jesus, His kingdom and government. It is a shame that this good matter is not more the subject of our discourse. There is more in Christ to engage our love, than there is or can be in any creature. This world and its charms are ready to draw away our hearts from Christ, therefore we are concerned to understand how much more worthy He is of our love. By His word, His promise, His gospel, the good will of God is made known to us, and the good work of God is begun and carried on in us. The Psalmist Verses 3-5 joyfully foretells the progress and success of the Messiah. The arrows of conviction are very terrible in the hearts of sinners, till they are humbled and reconciled, but the arrows of vengeance will be more so to his enemies who refuse to submit. All who have seen his glory and tasted his grace, rejoice to see him, by his word and spirit, bring enemies and strangers under his dominion. Verses 6-9. The throne of this Almighty King is established forever. While the Holy Spirit leads Christ's people to look to his cross, he teaches them to see the evil of sin and the beauty of holiness so that none of them can feel encouragement to continue in sin. The Mediator is God. Else he had been neither able to do the Mediator's work, nor fit to wear the Mediator's crown. God the Father, as his God in respect to his human nature and mediatorial offices, has given to him the Holy Spirit without measure. Thus anointed to be a prophet, priest, and king, Christ has preeminence in the gladdening gifts and graces of the Spirit, and from His fullness communicates them to His brethren in human nature. The Spirit is called the oil of gladness, because of the delight wherewith Christ was filled, in carrying on His undertakings. The salvation of sinners is the joy of angels, much more of the Son. And in proportion as we are conformed to His holy image, we may expect the gladdening gifts influences of the Comforter. The excellencies of the Messiah, the suitableness of His offices, and the sufficiency of His grace, seem to be intended by the fragrance of His garments. The church formed of true believers, is here compared to the Queen, whom, by an everlasting covenant, the Lord Jesus has betrothed to Himself. This is the bride, the Lamb's wife, whose graces are compared to fine linen, for their purity, to gold, for their costliness, for as we owe our redemption, so we owe our adorning, to the precious blood of the Son of God. Verses 10-17. to 17. If we desire to share these blessings, we must hearken to Christ's Word. We must forget our carnal and sinful attachments and pursuits. He must be our Lord as well as our Saviour. All idols must be thrown away, that we may give Him our whole heart. And here is good encouragement, thus to break off from former alliances. The beauty of holiness, both on the church and on particular believers, is, in the sight of Christ, of great price, and very amiable. The work of grace is the workmanship of the Spirit, it is the image of Christ upon the soul, a partaking of the divine nature. It is clear of all sin, there is none in it, nor any comes from it. There is nothing glorious in the old man or corrupt nature, but in the new man, or work of grace upon the soul, everything is glorious. The robe of Christ's righteousness, which he has wrought out for his church, the Father imputes unto her and bestows upon her. None are brought to Christ, but those whom the Father brings. This notes the conversion of souls to him. The robe of righteousness, and garments of salvation, the change of raiment Christ has put upon her. Such as strictly cleave to Christ, loving him in singleness of heart, are companions of the bride. partake of the very same grace, enjoy the same privileges, and share in one common salvation. These, every one, shall be brought to the King, not one lost or left behind. Instead of the Old Testament church, there shall be a New Testament church, a Gentile church. In the believing hope of our everlasting happiness in the other world, let us always keep up the remembrance of Christ. As our only way thither, and transmit the remembrance of him to succeeding generations that his name may endure forever thank you for listening and if you like this please subscribe and consider liking my facebook page and joining my group jesus answers prayer